All right, hey, Billy Rainford here, Direct Motocross. We have got, uh, well, we got a little treat here. It's not often, it only happens once in a rider's career that uh, that they can say this, that they did their first ever AMA, the Monster Energy AMA Supercross. And uh, Casey Keast from Kelowna, BC, just did that last night. Casey, man, thank you for uh, taking some time with us here. Yeah, thank you. It was a really great experience. I'm just uh, stoked to be here. Cool, man. Yeah, well, that's uh, obviously I got a whole bunch of questions about, uh, you know, the emotion you're feeling and then just, but uh, let's back it up to starting to get there. I know you had, uh, you know, Brent Carlson's, the Carlson Racing Team's, you know, beautiful truck and beautiful fifth wheel trailer with the, uh, you know, the cargo in the back and stuff, but uh, things didn't go smoothly on the way. And I spoke to you when you're in just, well, you were still 13 hours away from the track, but uh, so you had a breakdown. You had to show up in a U-Haul rental rig, huh? Yeah, I don't mean I don't even know where to start. <laughs> I guess uh, so. I rode Tuesday was my last day of riding, and we left after I was uh, done riding that day. Got out of there at like six, <laughs> and uh, we drove all the way to Tucson. And uh, the exhaust fluid light was showing that we needed to put we had so many miles until the um speed was going to be reduced and obviously we hit those miles and uh <laughs> I, I but to start off the we had already filled the exhaust fluid so that was full so we were just like kind of waiting for the system to reboot which is what we thought but it never did and it kept reducing us 10 miles every um 10 miles per hour every like 100 miles we drove <laughs> And, uh, so it got to a point where we're like, Hey, like we need to like get this figured out. Hopefully it's something simple. And, uh, so we took the truck to, we dropped our trailer off at a Walmart and it's pretty much the only Walmart in the world where you can't, uh, stay overnight in the parking lot. So we had to dump the trailer on the side of the road, uh, near Walmart and a little bit of a sketchy area. <laughs> and took the truck 15 minutes away to the dealership and they said they would have a look at it and let us know and uh they told us that they needed to order parts so we're like hey whatever order the parts we'll get them overnight and try and get out and the parts didn't come in obviously so then we were kind of just didn't know what to do we were stranded there we had the trailer on the side of the uh, road with no truck to tow it anywhere and so we had to figure out how to get the trailer to a storage place and then uh. somehow figure out how we we're gonna get to the race which was still 13 hours away and we had to be there the next day so finally uh, we got a tow truck to tow the fifth wheel to a sketchy storage place <laughs> And, uh, I mean, I, after looking at it, it looks super sketchy, but once we met the guy, he was super cool. So we kind of feel a lot better about it, but, um, we didn't get out of there until like seven at night. And so we drove, Erky drove all night. I was sitting in this U-Haul and it had no, it's pretty much the most uncomfortable thing you could ever drive. <laughs> and uh, I was just sleeping. We're driving, and I'm sleeping with my head just down, rocking around. And I woke up, only slept for a couple hours. My neck was just toast. So it's not really how you want to start off the your first Supercross, just roughing it out the U-Haul. But, I mean, we made it happen. Uh, got here, did uh, sign up and everything, got a hotel. Um, and then, uh, yeah, just 
Saturday started off and I didn't even have time to think about a race. Like I was just so stressed out about even making it here and getting here in time. And then on Friday, like we literally drove straight from Tucson, not even to a hotel, just straight to the track (laughs) and did the COVID tests and all that. And me and Erky are just like zombies at this point. Like just, it was, it was brutal. And, um, well, I didn't have what? time to think about the race. Like I was, I woke up the next day. I'm like, okay, like I'm racing supercross today for the first time. Like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> and so I honestly think it was a good thing because I wasn't nervous really at all. And, uh, that was actually the most nervous I've ever been to ride a dirt bike in the free practice. The first time out on the track, I was just like the whole stress from the whole drive and then the nerves and then looking at the track and just, I don't know. It was, I, rode like a goon i felt like in the free practice before and then finally got the track down and another thing as well is i've never rode on dirt like this here like it's just endless traction like perfect dirt and i'm used to riding on like the worst possible dirt possible (laughs) and so for me it was like a whole new thing like and uh so yeah but i mean i put in a couple of good laps and was able to make it into the night show. And I was just stoked. Like couldn't have, couldn't have bounced back better. Well, hang on. Don't get, uh, don't finish your night before I have some more questions here for you. Yeah, no, it's all good. <laughs> but uh, I know, I know that I spoke to you. I mean, we were going to do a little podcast on uh, Thursday night beforehand and you're like, uh, yeah, do you mind if we don't, this has been a bit of a day. So I kind of did that. Yeah. I wrote up a little uh, thing about it and stuff like that, your story and everything. And then, but yeah. you but you mentioned that Brent knew someone in Arizona, so does that mean the, the rig is on its way to you now, or what do you think? Well, we don't know if the truck's finished yet. Oh. Um, the dealership's closed Saturday, Sunday, and so we don't know if the parts got there or if they didn't, so it's still kind of up in the air. We don't, we're planning for it not to be here on Tuesday, so we're just uh, planning on being the U-Haul u-haul team again this weekend but it sucks because i mean we had such a good setup and brent has helped us with i mean without him we wouldn't have been here so it's uh got to be thankful for him and i'm just thankful to be here in general and uh i'm doing what i can and uh yeah (laughs) and like like we talked about on uh on thursday too it's like i mean when you're living it it's really hard to step outside and say man this is going to be funny one day but you kind of have yeah. to force yourself, right? Just to keep the stress level down. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, I, it just wasn't ending. Like <laughs> stuff was just happening. Like the Thursday or no, I guess Friday night before the race, like I hadn't eaten like any decent food <laughs> in like two days. And, uh, I ate pretty much two dinners. And on the second dinner, I'm going back into the hotel and the sliding door doesn't, wouldn't open. And I'm just like, just please, like, I just want to go into my room, eat dinner, and go to bed. Like, this is just, like, please end. And so the sliding door doesn't open, so I go to the other. Uh, it's a, it was a pretty big hotel, so I walked, like, down a bit to go to the other sliding door, and it doesn't open. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So I just pried the thing open. And as I'm walking through, it closes on my bag of food, just crushes my pasta. So I'm like, ugh. <laughs> and then there's a second sliding door, and it's, like, fully locked. And so I'm, like, locked in this little like in between the sliding doors and like i just i i was just laughing i'm like it couldn't like 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 it just can't go my way right now yeah and it's funny uh, oh sorry and so i go i pry the other sliding door back out and then i look and then i see this guy just walk right into the other sliding door so i go over there it works perfectly fine (laughs) 
And I was just like, and then, and then there's four elevators in the hotel and only one works. And it's a pretty big, busy hotel. And there was a massive line. I didn't get up to the room for like a half an hour. And all I wanted to do was just eat and go to bed and just have this day, last two days over with. But it just like, it's just, it was stuff like that. It was just nonstop, never ending. Bank cards not working. None of the ATMs here. Like, it's just, oh, uh, it's a joke. Wow. It's one of those things, too, because as riders and racers, sometimes we kind of get a little uh, superstitious and you start thinking, am I not supposed to be here? Like, is this telling me something? You know what I mean? It's hard to not get your head kind of like that. You know, did you? Yeah. You know what I mean? You're kind of like, oh, God, is something telling me something? <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely crossed my mind. But I was like, at this point, like, I don't it, I don't even care. Like, I'm here <laughs> to ride and uh, I'm doing it. Like, we went through all this trouble to get here. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, maybe like I shouldn't just because of all this. It's <laughs> like, no, I got to do it. Yeah, and, of course, uh, of course. Yeah, I did. I never even, I never went down one time, not even in a corner or anything. Kept it on two wheels the whole day. So, oh, that's good. Well, let's. Now, okay, so you, I know you had to be there at two o'clock for your COVID test. Like, did you get there at least with good time to spare for that? Yeah, we got there at noon, I think. Okay, so. <laughs> but so we're just sitting there waiting, like we're just dead. We're waiting to get our COVID test and do tech and all that stuff, and we just wanted to get it over with and get out of there, go home, go to the hotel and sleep. We were in bed by like seven, just, or <laughs> I guess like after the elevator ordeal. And by the time I ate, probably like eight thirty nine. but it felt like midnight. Oh man. Did, did uh, anybody, anybody come up and say something to you with your full, uh, full U-Haul setup? Oh yeah. The people loved it. And <laughs> especially that I made the night show too. Like there's guys with the big rigs and stuff and it's <laughs> kind of cool. And it's weird. Like I'm one of those guys that's like a look good feel good type of person so when i was pulling up in the u-haul i was just like oh man like i just look like an absolute goon but then a part of me was thinking like if i could just make the night show then it's like oh yeah like this guy means business so uh yeah i was happy that uh i ended up ended up making the night show oh, yeah. i rode not that good in the race but because i was just I, it was a whole new experience for me i mean i'm only gonna get better from here from the next five rounds on so I'm just happy I made the night show on at the first one and kind of got a taste of what uh, what Supercross racing is all about. Yeah, it's man, well, you look you look good. Now, of course, we'll talk about the uh, you know the qualifying and stuff like that. But uh, um, did you talk to Julian Perrier from uh, PRMX because he sent me some photos of your thing there? Did he come up and talk to you too? Yeah, yeah, I've been in contact with him. And another thing that one of the uh, part of the story is just never ending is when we went to Tech. Um, they said my graphics weren't, my number plates aren't spec. So oh, my numbers no. were too small and they weren't going to let me race. Wow. And I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Like, just because my numbers are a half inch too small, you're not going to let me race. And they're like, okay. Like, like I was like, you have no idea what we had to do to get here. And for that, for you got to tell us like, we can't race because of my number plates. Like that's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm going to lose and, it. <laughs> and yeah. And so they said, yeah, we'll like, we'll let it slide this weekend, but like it has to be changed for Tuesday. And so I've been in contact with Julian. He was helping me out with their graphic guy, just trying to get some number plates made up because, um, just, yeah, so tech goes smooth, but yeah, just <laughs> never ends. Oh, wow. I mean, I, the night yesterday was like a, a big refreshment because we had a good day. So. Okay. Well. All right, man. Well, let's let's uh, let's talk about the uh, the racing. We didn't get to see the. Um, they don't show. I mean, heck, I'm obviously not there. 
we didn't get to see the free practice and stuff. But when you went and looked at the track, I mean, I'm not so sure I really liked that track, to be honest with you. But, uh, you know, I, whatever. But what uh, what did you think when you first saw it? I mean, I I was like, I was pretty stoked. I mean, it was pretty simple and basic, but it was more of just the nerves of like, um, just, I, I don't know, like, it's, it's totally different just feeling when you're at supercross you know and the sound is even different those guys and you you don't know like where you stack up against anyone like for me it's like i don't know any really like to pace myself or gauge myself off any of the guys there and um but after uh the first time qualifying and i was like in second for most of it i was like okay like i'm 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 one of the one of the top guys here so that uh, definitely helped give me some confidence and uh, just carried me through to the next qualifier. Right. But, now, what, uh, what, did you, did you, I, I was watching and I, I'm kind of watching your times. I'm like, man, if he's, if he's skimming, he's going to save some more time. Were you able to skim or were you jumping? So the very first lap in free practice, I skimmed them no problem when they were perfectly groomed, but the dirt there breaks down so quick and it's very, it's like really soft dirt. And, um, my front wheel I was skimming through the next lap and halfway through my tire hit a soft spot and I got super sketchy and I was like whoa okay maybe uh maybe (laughs) I'll just like try jumping through them but I've always my whole life struggled through whoops and like I've I've got the hard packed ones down pretty good in California but the soft ones are a whole new thing like you're if you can make it through, like, it's pretty much impossible to make it through straight in them. Like, you're always going to get kicked a little bit because the dirt's so soft. And so I'm not used to that. I, like, once I, it starts to kick, like, I just get, I don't know, I have, like, whoop phobia, I guess. So, like, if I can jump through the whoops, I'm jumping through them. Right, yeah. I don't think, uh, well, I know for a fact you're not you're not alone in that, especially if, if you head down the main line and it's all grooved out. I mean, you're just going to start yeah. swapping all over the place. Yeah, and then, um, yeah, like, I, I, I was doubling... I was so slow through the whoops, but I was fast enough on the rest of the track to be able to like be like in the top five in the practice. So like every all the other guys were shredding through the whoops, but I was just like doubling through, going super slow, but then just ripped. I was making sure I just hit everything as fast as I possibly could to uh, try and get a time because I knew that I was sucked. I sucked there bad, but I mean, I it was my first race, and I didn't want to go through all this trouble and that just to get hurt in the whoops so all right well that's pretty cool you kind of know where you're uh i mean if you were skimming those whoops man that would have saved you quite a bit of time and bumped you up and obviously got you a better gate pick yeah yeah and that's what i i told erky too because i was sitting on the bubble and he's like you're either you're like i'm not allowing you to miss it by one or two (laughs) like you either miss it by five or you're in (laughs) and i'm like okay like it's do or die through the whoops because like that's all, all like all the guys that are like on the bubble of qualifying, like I'd say the top like from thirtieth to fiftieth or whatever are within a second or two oh, yeah. seconds. So it's like all it like I was just like, Hey, I need to send it through these one lap and <laughs> I got it. So I trip I tripled through them. I went to skim them, but I ended up jumping I just hit them <laughs> faster and ended up tripling through them. So I was like, Okay, that was cool and then um I kind of messed up another section, but that was my fast lap. So I was like, okay, like, that's good. Right. Well, you, I good. mean, you ended up, uh, I mean, every time you'd go around watching the times and stuff, you were like just clipping a few tenths off, a tenth here, a tenth there and stuff. But you ended up being able to take like a full, over a full second off from first qualifying to the second one. So, which was great, but I was kind of like, oh man, does that mean everybody's going to be faster? So it's like, oh, it's yeah. going to be close. 
Yeah, no, that was literally just me jumping, like, hitting the whoops fast. Okay. Or hey, getting through them, not like a goon. Hey, I bet you're probably not aware of this either, though, but when that gate dropped for the second qualifier, and you came around yeah. the first turn, the guy behind you doubled and almost landed on you. Oh, yeah, I know. I was aware. <laughs> I was like, that was, that was, I, that was so stupid, but it's a, like, that's it, like, just part of the learning thing. It's like, I didn't know, like, everyone's just going to be sending right away <laughs> off the bat. Like, I'm, I'm just trying to, like, figure it out. And, uh, Erky's like, no, like, that first lap, dude, everyone's sending. Like, you got, if the guy in front of you jumps, like, you got to jump because you're going to get landed on. So I know that for next weekend now that, um, that, uh, I need to just, get around the first couple sections even though it's it's so sketchy like oh yeah when there's three guys beside you and guys in front of you behind you and you're jumping these like it's it's one thing to jump the sections on your own but like jumping them th- with all that carnage it's it's a whole nother thing yeah just close your eyes yeah just about <laughs> but okay so i mean obviously the problem was you went uh you ended up on the outside you made it into the night show you're 37th so obviously heading to the night show what did what did you do after the qualifying before the to keep calm like what, how what was your mindset heading into the night show um i honestly was just pumped that i was in the night show i was like I, even if i start dead last and like embarrass i obviously i wouldn't but just like embarrass myself got literally dead last like that was fine with me like i just made it into the night show and that's all that mattered i wasn't i'm not here to impress anybody with my results i'm just i'm here for the experience and right. um but, uh, yeah, I mean, the, I know I, I, like the first lap of the heat race, I didn't even jump like all the rhythms that I was doing. I was doubling through everything because I was so just terrified. Like I was petrified up. Like it's, to, it's, it's one thing when you're like, like one of the top guys in arena cross back home or whatever. But when you're at like the bottom of the totem pole with like the best guys in the world, it's definitely, um, brings a a whole new level of just nerves yeah and, and i mean it's uh, what, it's what a lot of canadians they kind of avoid that and they hide, they never feel that again right it's like they don't go down yeah. south they don't feel that anymore it's like oh, i'm kind of a big shot in canada and you go down there and holy crap i'm not, I'm not yeah. a big shot at all yeah for sure i mean it's it's a huge eye-opener for sure it gives you a whole new respect for like they got the top guys like those guys are gnarly and there's <laughs> no two ways about it like just to be doing that for i mean it's just it's mind-blowing how how good these guys are well i want to uh, i want to ask you that like what uh say when you're out there i mean i have a couple other questions here about uh, the actual races and stuff but what what is it like i'm assuming uh you know did um cooper come around to put you down a lap kind of thing what did you see when these guys went by no i never actually ended up getting lapped in any hey, nice. race i almost did but hey. not quite nice i saw one. him okay. coming and then it was the last lap. So when I came, I jumped the triple and I see him coming down the other lane. And then when I went over the finish line, it was last laps anyway. So I didn't get lapped. But okay. I, it, it, I was like, Jesus, like these guys are hauling it. They're <laughs> like, I felt like I knew I was in the back, but I still felt like I was ripping. And I was like, man, these guys just like, man, put me to shame. But it's the, the, they're the best in the world. And I it, to, com, to compare myself to that is... Uh, I mean, to even be in the same race as them, that's, like, just a huge achievement for me. Anyway. Well, it is. It's, it is for sure, man. That was your first one. I mean, no pressure. And now, again, there's still no pressure. It's just learning. But the comfort level goes up. So you kind of, like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, if you're not going in there all freaked out, it's just going to yeah. pay off. Now you know what you can work on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, just, I, I definitely feel a lot uh, 
more confident coming into this weekend, just knowing what I'm in for. Like, I didn't know how the, how like the pace of the race day goes or anything like that. So now that I know I did one already made the night show. And, uh, so this time, this, uh, Tuesday, I feel like I'm going to be way more comfortable on the track. Yeah. That's crazy, man. You only have like, geez, tomorrow's Monday already. (laughs) Yeah. So like, yeah, I mean, today we were doing cleanup and all that. So it's basically been nonstop since we left Tuesday. (laughs) Oh man, for sure. Hey, uh, couple of race specific things when i mean you were like uh way on the outside for your heat race did part of you think man maybe i should do the old let everybody go and cut to the inside yeah i i mean it did cross my mind but i just like don't have it in me to do that like <laughs> even if i'm gonna get pushed out into the blocks i'm like i got it i'm a racer i'm not not a pansy <laughs> right because i've seen even this season i've watched some 250 guys from the outside grab hole shots yeah yeah i mean this start though was so short and a 90 it was like there's pretty much no hope for me unless they jump the gate but this weekend i just seen the track map and it's a 180 start so i'm feeling a little bit better about that okay won't get screwed hopefully not get screwed over quite as bad in the starts because yeah i mean in, in in any racing like the start is so important and especially when all of us are like all the guys that i'm close with at speed like we're all so close to the speed that if you can get us, if you can get, like, say I got a 10th place start, I feel like I could finish, like, pretty close to there. Exactly. That's the thing, right? It so. is, it's just, like, well, the keys to the race are always get the start because you're not going to plow yeah. through that. And if you get a good start, they're not going to come plowing up past you either. So, I mean, it's just so important. Yeah, exactly. So, did you, you probably don't know this, maybe. Or maybe you do. I don't, maybe, I don't know if you're old enough to have raced him in uh, at Future West Moto Arena Cross, but you couldn't seem to get away from Chris Howell. Oh yeah, I mean, I've I've raced him uh, back in the day or whenever he used to come up here. Okay. But uh, I think I was like intermediate. But yeah, he didn't like. I could tell he wasn't a fan of me beating him for sure. <laughs> but uh, I I definitely enjoyed beating him. But at the same time, like I feel like I'm a way better way better rider than him, so I should be I should be beating him. But it's my first first race. Like I just like yeah to get that. My first Supercross pass was on Chris Howell. So. <laughs> that's pretty funny. That's good. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, because uh, I mean, then in the so okay, so you ended up uh, you didn't make it in obviously out of your heat. Um, you ended up back. I think you're back nineteenth, like twentieth kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I think I was like eighteenth or something. Okay, and then but, the LC, uh, the LCQ. Yeah. I think I kept watching like they were showing the leaders obviously, but you could look back a few lanes and it looked like you were in a good little group there. Yeah, no, I was having a good little battle, but again, like just uh, it's. The, the, the racing the track is a whole new monster and the track itself is a monster so <laughs> when you could like I, I i was just brain farting everywhere out there like forgetting that how gnarly the track was like i was over jumping stuff like not thinking about the track because i'm trying to race but it's uh it was just a whole it's so stressful and just tr- being able to trust the guys in front of you to jump all the jumps because that's another big thing too like you have to commit in mm-hmm. the air of the next jump like it's not like you can't just half commit any of these jumps. So there was a couple of times where I jumped the, I went for the rhythm and the guy in front of me didn't, and oh. I trusted him too. And I almost landed on the blocks. Oh, wow. And, uh, but I mean, that's, that's a part of Supercross, like that. That's, that's just what it is. And, uh, you just got to get more, more and more comfortable doing that, which last night was a big, big step for me. Yeah, for sure. And like you say, you want to trust everybody, but then when you have a situation like that, you're like, how can I? 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and hey, like, I'm not trying to hurt anybody. I know people aren't trying to hurt me, but it's just it, it stuff happens sometimes. Yeah, I guess that plays into the whole don't follow, I guess, but sometimes you have to yeah. on those tracks. Yeah, hey. and lots of these rhythms too, like people cut over in the air because they like are trying to line up for the, they're jumping from the outside, but need to line up for the inside. So it's just, yeah, it's mm. risky, risky stuff. <laughs> hey, what, what about, um, I mean, obviously you did some uh, testing and supercross riding out in California and stuff, but what about uh, your setup? How were you for this kind of, this size of a track? Were you okay or do you have to do some changes? No, the bike was mint. Oh, um, I went a lot, a lot stiffer actually on my suspension from, the practice tracks just because the the race tracks are the transitions are a lot uh more steep and so the jumps shoot you higher and the landings are harder but my bike i felt i was super happy with the bike i mean i'm not a huge test rider i just ride if the bike the bike runs i'll ride it so Mm -hmm. it's like i don't know there wasn't anything where i was made me lose confidence in my bike yeah, that's cool. Hey, I didn't, I didn't really get to look, but uh, I think did you get? I think you got pretty lucky with the track. The transitions weren't too too rutted, were they? Or were they? Um, no, the the ruts weren't bad. The ruts in the corners were gnarly, but as far as the transitions, no. I mean, it was a little bit in uh, the first two qualifyings, but once everyone rode, the track kind of packed down. Okay. And so it was that was good. I mean, I, I if there was ruts in the rhythms, I have never even practiced that before, so it would be. I probably wouldn't have done so good. <laughs> yeah, well, if you keep if you keep going, you're going to see some rutted. What what is your plan? You're going to do obviously the three da- the three Arlington. I shouldn't say Dallas, but and then what what is your schedule? So I'm doing the plan is to do um, the Arlington rounds and then Atlanta. Oh, good. And then we're not a hundred percent sure on Salt Lake yet, but uh, yeah, that's kind of up in the air right now. But for sure, uh, the next two rounds in Dallas and then the three in Atlanta. Uh, okay, because I'm uh, I'm hoping things ease up at the border. I'm trying to get down to Atlanta, and now I'm really going to try to get down to Atlanta. Yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right on, man. Well, I'm uh, man. Just congratulations on doing that. I mean, that's it's one of those things. I was talking to someone else recently, and it's like they weren't sure if they they kind of wanted to do some supercross, but like, man, I don't want to get older and go, man, I never gave it a shot. So you're doing it, man. You're actually, you know what I mean. It must be pretty weird to be in the position where you're actually racing supercross. Yeah, it's super weird mm-hmm. because I mean the. I think it was 2019 when I raced 450 um, outdoor oh, yeah. and only did like the couple rounds. I was like, I pretty much gave up dirt bikes at that point. Like <laughs> I was just doing it for fun. And uh, so, and then I got like the, and I did really good at arena cross. And then I talked to Carlson's and they said they, they would help me out. And so I was like, okay, maybe like this dirt bike, I'll give this dirt bike thing another go. <laughs> and so last year I was at a one in the stands drinking beer and uh just not racing at all just down there to have have like practice and have a good time and then it's weird a year later i'm racing supercross now like a lifelong dream and it was one of those i was watching it uh at a1 and i'm like man like i would really love to do this before i like really hang up the boots you know Mm -hmm. and um and so yeah now i'm here i'm like just so stoked that i decided to keep with it and now i'm here it's a really big thing for me Cool. How about one last question here? Then we'll I'll let you go here. I keep thinking of stuff, but did you get any arm pump or anything, or were you comfortable? Oh, huge, huge <laughs> arm pump. I was out of breath. Like, I mean, I I was I feel like I'm in pretty good shape after riding nonstop for a month, and especially Supercross. Like, it's pretty 
high intensity. Like people don't realize how like it's a totally different type of um, like endurance you need than outdoors. And like you get just like uh, what's the word cardio? Like the, your cardio is insane. Like after and I was practicing at the practice tracks. So I could do sixty laps there, like no problem. <laughs> yeah. And then I get here and I'm out literally out of breath after three laps i mean i'm not i'm from the west coast and like it's pretty humid here so like that might have something to do with it but i think it was more just the nerves and i'm holding my breath the whole time and getting the worst arm pump ever and so i think i'll feel i'll I'll definitely be a lot better this weekend just i was so nervous yesterday and uh but uh tuesday i should uh definitely feel a lot better and more strong Right. See, that's again, a part, whole part of the learning. You probably didn't breathe the first, for the first two laps. <laughs> no, I don't think I breathed the entire free practice. <laughs> I came in, I think I came in after doing my fast lap and the first free practice, I pulled into the mechanics area and I was just gassed, like absolutely gassed. Felt like I'd just done a 30 minute national, but I literally had only done four laps of practice, but it's just the intensity. Yeah, for sure. Like, it's, it's a whole new thing. Cool, man. Well, that's uh, that's great, man. And again, like you say, you've you've learned a few things. You're going to put them into practice, and you know, if nothing else, you'll feel more comfortable and more relaxed. You know what I mean? Going at those paces, and you know what's coming. And so, yeah, that, that's going to be fun. It'll be fun to watch, man. Hopefully, I can get down to Atlanta. But uh, all right, Casey. Well, hey, man. Again, I appreciate you taking all this time with us here, man. And uh, I really wish I was there. So kind yeah, of sucks, sure. but uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, man. Congrats. And uh, well, before we let you go, man, you better uh, thank some folks. Yeah, I mean, I want to give a big thank to Kevin Urquhart, Urquhart for, I mean, just sticking through this whole situation with me. He drove all night, literally stayed up all night, all next day, <laughs> helped me doing all that. So, I mean, it, it, it's hard to find a guy who's a trainer, a mechanic, and a driver. And uh, so, I mean, I, I couldn't be here without him. Brent Carlson, Carlson Racing, obviously. Brent was just has just been awesome. So yeah, Carlson Racing, Husqvarna, Blackfoot Direct, Fox Canada, Shift MX, Mobius Braces, Matrix Concepts, X Brand Goggles, and just my mom and dad. All right, cool. Yeah, don't forget the mom and dad. Nope, never. <laughs> Still at the, even at the pro level, you can't forget mom and dad. No, for sure, for sure. You never, they'll never forget you, and you, yeah, you'll never forget them either. It's, uh, yeah. All right, dude. Well, um, man, again, appreciate you taking the time. Good luck on Tuesday. Uh, obviously, you got Canada cheering for you, man. So hopefully, it uh, goes a little smoother, and maybe your uh, maybe yeah, your rig's was, on its way. That was another uh, thing that I like really like. Like so many people hit me up, like saying they're going to be watching for me, cheering for me. So that was super cool. I I love that. So. Yeah, it's one of those things, too. It's not pressure. It's support, right? No. So it's, yeah. No, not at all. Yeah. It's just knowing that people are, like, stoked. Yeah, for, for sure. Well, you know what it's like. You've, I mean, it's your first one. Up until now, you've been cheering on every Canadian yeah. that's gone, right? Yeah. Yeah. So now you're yeah, that I guy, mean, man. Jess Enjoy it. Down there, when Jess was down there, Guillaume, it's like I'm just cheering for those guys. Like, <laughs> yeah. <the> guys. <laughs> right on, man. Well, it's awesome. It's, it's fun to watch. And, uh, yeah, it would be, uh, be good to watch Tuesday. And then... Saturday, then hopefully we'll see you in Atlanta, man. So good luck and thanks for talking with us. We'll let uh, we'll let you get going. Say hey to uh, say hey to Kevin. Yeah, sounds good. Thanks, Billy. Thanks for having me. All right, man. Talk to you soon. Yeah. Bye.